Hi everyone, welcome back to Black Girl Creative. My name is Leisha Renice and I am so happy that you are here. Winter was heavy. Winter was really heavy for me. I was suffering really heavily with seasonal affective disorder. Um, I was suffering with isolation, like even with COVID, having to be in the house away from my friends, away from winter activities that I usually do to keep me sane, to keep me connected, like going to the movies or going bowling or, you know, eating out or just like hanging out with friends in general. Because we were trying to be safe, like with COVID, I wasn't really able to spend my winter doing the things I usually do. And so that really took a toll on my mental health. And everything that I had planned, everything I scheduled, everything that I dreamed of doing in the winter, it just did not work out. Like, it just was not happening. And, you know, at first, I was kind of disappointed with myself and I was afraid of other people being disappointed in me. I was afraid of, you know, the women that I serve, the women I talk to on the, on the weekly podcast, not getting what they need. I was afraid of, you know, I guess like scarcities that says, oh, if you don't show up every week, they're going to forget about you. If you're not consistent, then people are going to throw you away. And there was no room for grace. Like there was no room for being human. And I had to give myself that grace. I had to give myself the permission to take the breaks that I needed. Um, so yeah, so happy new year. My year has officially started. This is the new year. Spring has arrived. It has melted away my depression. It has melted away my um, stuckness. I know it's not really like a word, but it has melted away my stuckness. It has melted away um, my procrastination, my overwhelm, right? Like I needed the first three months of the year to really get back on track with myself. I needed the first three months of the year um, to really just like focus in on healing myself, but also like what I actually want to do with um, Black or Creative. So I'm glad that I took the time that I needed to really take time for myself. So yeah, so lessons I've learned these few months of 2022 is self-forgiveness, self-forgiveness. And not that I should be sorry or that I should feel bad about me wanting to take a break. But forgiveness, um, because I've been so difficult with myself and I've had to learn how to forgive myself for being difficult on myself, right? Like, so you can go from one extreme that says, I'm not super productive and this sucks and I'm a horrible human being, but you can go to the other side and be like, I was so mean to myself and it's all shame. It's all shame and condemnation. And I just want to shake every weight of shame and condemnation like I have for myself away, like, because it's unnecessary. It's not necessary. There's nothing to be sorry for. And at the end of the day, we're all humans who are just learning from our experiences. And so from our experiences, we will have different, uh, different or new knowledge, I should say, new, new knowledge, uh, new, new thoughts, new, uh, what do you call it? Perspectives, new perspectives on a thing. So yeah, so I had to give myself permission and grace. So like I said, of course, I was worried about what people would be saying. Like, where is she at? She said she was going to do this. She didn't do it. And I know that I made really lofty goals for myself for the beginning of the year. And I mean, I don't think they were lofty in general, but I think they were lofty because of my depression, because of my exhaustion, right? For me being tired from last year. So because I was dealing with exhaustion and depression, you know, I just couldn't do the thing. And like I talked about before, exhaustion is an injury, right? Like depression is an illness. And so you would never say to somebody who has the flu, like, oh, you have to get up and go. You have to do the thing. No, you'd be like, you need to take time for yourself and to rest. And I realized that the first three months of the year, really like the last two months of, of last year and the first three months of this year was time spent really uh, working on healing myself, working on figuring out what is the root cause of this illness in the first place, right? Figuring out why am I so exhausted, Re remaking systems, right? So that they won't be so uh, 
they won't be so energy exhausting, right? Working on systems so I'm not depressed and tired this time two months from now, you know? So that takes time. Healing takes time, right? Figuring out the work, the root is work. And so if you don't have the energy to really do anything, you don't have the energy to work on yourself. And so I'm glad that I took the first three months off, um, not really doing anything, creating stuff kind of, but not really on a consistent basis. And while some people would say like, oh, that's not a good thing to do. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So again, I needed self-compassion and because nobody else was going to give me that compassion, because again, this world we live in tells us to hustle, to hustle and grind and constantly do. I had to give that to myself. I had to opt out of that system that says, if you're not productive, you're not worthy. If you're not productive, um, there's nothing good about you. And I had to be like, no, I am a good thing and good things deserve rest. They deserve time to spend with themselves. You know, sorry, I'm looking around there like cars driving, but, but yeah, I needed self-compassion. The projects can wait. My mental health could not, right? Like I'm with myself 100% and how I deal with, 100% of the time and how I deal with my mental health determines how I show up in every other area of my life. So forget business, forget creativity, forget all this other stuff. Like if I'm not well, I'm not showing up for myself in the best way, right? I'm, I'm, I have coping mechanisms that sometimes aren't the healthiest. Like if I want to eat, you know, heavy foods, like I can't do that every day, right? And be healthy. If I want to, um, like a lot of the issue, if I'm overspending, right? A lot of those issues comes down to my mental health. What am I trying to fill, right? What am I trying to um, create a false version of. I talked about this before about like notebooks and how um, I buy notebooks all the time because I want a new start. I want, you know, new ideas, fresh ideas. I don't need a new notebook to do that thing. I just have to give myself permission to dream, to do, <laughs> to try. Um, and so, yeah, so a lot of times I try to mask my mental health issues with other things and it's just not productive. It's just not helpful. So, so yeah. But one thing I did learn during the season is that I work in seasons. I am not a person who wants to work 12 months out of the year. It's too much for me. And I also have multiple projects that I'm working on. And so I need to dedicate specific time to those projects. But if I am on 24-7, 12 months out of the year, I'm just going to end up burnout like I did before. And so we're not trying to go back. We're not trying to go back to burnout. We're not trying to go back to overworking. We're not trying to go back to overspending, overeating. I'm trying to fill voids. We're trying to get to a place that is steady and healthy. I mean, as steady and healthy as you can make it, right? Because obviously there are outside factors that affect our lives. But as far as things coming from me, I know I have things that I want to work, want to deal with so that I can do the work to not end up where I was at the beginning of the year. And while some of the exhaustion are, are, are just like just being tired, right? Some of that was from it being winter um, and cold and, you know, you just want to retreat and hibernate because I'm a mammal. <laughs> um, I'm a human. I think some of that, I have to be honest, some of the things that I was feeling was, again, depression. It was overexerting myself. And um, like I said, over overextending, you can injure yourself, right? Like you can you can pull a muscle or you can break something. Something can snap. And I feel like as humans, like we have these limitations. We have these limitations that people don't want to acknowledge or people, you know, drink a bunch of coffee to work past these limitations or, you know, just like burn them in that oil to like push beyond where we're supposed to go, our limits, right? And so we wonder why we are exhausted and tired. We think that that is par for the course. And I don't think that. I don't think that exhaustion and depression and overworking is par for the course. I think I think what is is what should be anyway is keeping a good mental health, keeping balance as much as you can keep balance. Um, but again, in learning the balance, I learned that I only want to work nine months out of the year. 
And I know that that sounds, to some people that sounds crazy, but um, for the most part, I think it's possible. Some people work six months on, six months off, right? And the reason why I say nine months is because I have multiple projects I'm working on. Music, photography, the podcast, videos for YouTube. There are a lot of things that I'm doing. And I want this year to be the year of me making. I want to make things. I want to create things, create projects, music, photographs, space, um, podcasts, you know? I want to be locked into my creating. And I know that my creativity comes in cycles. It's not, it's not evergreen. It's not always going. And um, I had to learn and listen to myself and learn that it's okay that I'm not always going. And that usually most people are not always going. Usually even like creating an album, for example, like there are seasons to it. There's a season to, you know, get the experiences to write about. Then you have the writing season, the recording season, the marketing season, right? And then like the harvest season, like you have all these different seasons and steps in your creative process. And it's okay that you're not on 24-7 because you're not supposed to be. And if you're not really living your life, you really have nothing to pull from your creative well anyway. You're just kind of like pulling things from out the air. You know what I'm saying? And so I want to look at myself as a person, not just a creator. I am not just a creator. I'm a human being, right? And um, and I can enjoy my life as much as possible without having to overexert myself. And one thing I don't want to happen is for me to take passion projects or you know uh, my entrepreneurial journey and turn that into an oppressive workplace. I don't want to make this a, uh, an oppressive workplace environment for myself. So working in seasons, while I have the control, which is the privilege of being able to control my schedule, what I do, when I create, having that control means that I can set up healthier and, uh, and kinder systems so that I'm not burned out and exhausted. Self-care is not just, you know, bubble baths and, you know, hanging out and traveling. I think it can be, but it's also creating systems to help you thrive. And so what, what is helping me thrive is by working in my seasons. And winter was just not my season. It just wasn't my season. And just like how we eat foods, I wanna eat all the citrus fruits in the, in the summer, in the fall, right? Not in the spring when it's just growing, right? Like I want to be working in my season, you know? And I feel like that's the only way to keep things as healthy as possible. And I think a lot of this has to do with not forcing things, right? Like flowing. A lot of people talk about flowing and like what that means. And I feel like flowing in your season is really about surrender. It's not about forcing anything. It's about surrendering. And I know that sometimes surrender can be looked at as uh, like you're giving up, right? And in a lot of ways you are. You're giving up the need for control. You're giving up uh, what should have been versus what is, right? And you're making space and room for the beauty in what is. You're making space and room for what you can learn from the situation you're in now. And while I was in that season of just like resting and uh, reflecting and healing, you know, yes, I had places I wanted to be. I had things I wanted to do, people I wanted to talk to. I, I, I have messages I need to respond to. I didn't have the capacity for it. And instead of being down on myself about, you know, what I should have done or what I could have been doing, it's kinder and gentler to be like, I didn't have the capacity for it and that's okay, right? And what can I learn from the season, right? I can learn that not everything is urgent. Not everything is important, right? Like, yes, do I think responding to text messages is important, especially when it comes to business or about Black Girl Creative or about, you know, different things? Absolutely. But it's not that imperative that I have to, that I have to, uh, that I have to compromise my mental health to do it. Like nothing is ever that serious. And I think sometimes we think that everything is equally as serious as everything else. And it's not the truth. We really have to look at what is imperative. And in that moment, what was imperative, what was, what was top priority was my mental health, was my, my well-being. And me 
responding to emails, text messages is not, was not going to help my mental health, right? If I'm in crisis, if I'm in crisis mode, what is important is solving that crisis. And my body was literally going through a crisis and I had to listen to my body. And so with this nine month year idea that I have, it really represents the seasons, right? So in the spring, you have new ideas, the things are blooming, like they're taking root, you're fixing your garden, you're, you're planting seeds, you're doing all that work, you're tilling the land to prepare for the end, which is harvest, right? And so you have the spring, then you have the summer where you're maintaining, um, you are upkeeping, right? And then you have the fall, which is about harvest and celebration, like seeing what you've grown, sharing it with other people, um, you know, and again, liken it to like a CD album release. It's the same thing. Like, there's a lot going on outside my window and it's very frustrating, <laughs> but it's, it's very distracting. So excuse me. But, you know, there are a lot of things that I can learn from nature. It shows us everything works in seasons. You're not on all the time. And then after harvest, you don't go right back into spring and do new ideas. You rest. You take time to rest. And my husband actually brought this idea up when it comes for, to women like giving birth. You spend nine months growing a seed, growing a child. You give birth to that child. And we say, oh, in six weeks, you should be ready to go back to work. That doesn't make any sense. You spend nine, month, my, nine months growing a person, right? And then that, that time, you harvest your child, so to speak. You harvest your child, you know, give birth to your child. You need a season, and it, and it should be more than three months, obviously, but you need a season to, one, heal yourself, but also to spend time with your child, to give your child what they need, right? To develop that bond, to set up new systems, because now you have a whole new person, a whole new life. It's a whole new reality. And it would be silly and foolish of me to say that, oh, everything's the same. Let's just go right back into it. No, every time we give birth to something else, and I'm not, you know, obviously not just children, but every time we create something else, you know, we, we do something new. We need to take time to recoup and recover from that thing. We need to take time to reflect on what we learned from that thing. We need to take time to learn our new reality, to, to cut away things that, you know, aren't necessary. You know, when you give birth to a child, I imagine things that were important before are not as important as they are right now. When you have that baby and you're holding that baby in your hands, you're like, wow, like things are changing immediately. You know what I'm saying? And so, or even when you find out that you're pregnant, right? Things change immediately. Priorities change. I mean, even priorities for yourself, because now your priorities are going to directly impact and affect another human being, right? And so the same thing with our creative journey, our creative, um, our creative endeavors. After every creative thing we create, we need to take time. And I don't think that I was taking the correct time to reflect, to celebrate, to share. I have so many projects I've done, books I've written, songs I've created, and I haven't even given it enough time to market or to share with other people because I'm like, oh, I'm on to the next thing. And that in itself was burning me out. So we are here, season three of Black Girl Creative Podcast, and I could not be happier. I am so excited. I am rejuvenated. I am filled with energy. I have so many goals, so many dreams for this podcast, this community, this movement, and I cannot wait to share it all with you. But first, like, what can you expect? We can expect new podcasts released every week. And that's hopefully that's if everything goes well, because yes, if I am overwhelmed again, I will let you know and things will be put on pause. I am just one person. This is one person thing, but I'm committed to Black Girl Creative. Um, so yes, yeah, so Lord willing, and again, I'm human, things happen. Um, I don't have to be an expert, right? I'm, I'm releasing the need to be an expert. And I think, I think I was wrestling with this about a lot of podcasters. They position themselves as experts. I'm not an expert, right? I'm sharing my experiences. And that feels freeing. That feels infinite, right? Because the possibilities are endless. I don't have to have that pressure of knowing everything. And we'll talk about more about that later. But in that, me not having to be an expert, I can create space for black women. So now I'm launching a paid membership for Black Girl Creative where people can come in that space, create, commune, right, reflect, learn, rest, 
get the things that they need to need to get for their creative journey. So I'm really excited about that. So I'll share more about that with you all soon. Um, yes. So again, I'm revamping it. Um, I, and I struggled with capitalism, right? With like, oh, should I charge for this? Is this necessary? Um, because I didn't want to keep people out, right? I didn't want to keep people out because of a price. But the way that I'm going to set it up is there, there's going to be a sliding scale. So, and that feels good with me, right? That feels good to me. Like there could be a sliding scale so that people who cannot afford to pay what I wanted to charge can still get the information, still get the resources, still get the access and the things that they need. And so later on, they can either pay more or pay it forward, right? They can pay for somebody else to come in the membership, something like that, right? And um, because I believe, I believe in abundance. I believe that it doesn't have to be either or, it can be and. And so I wanna be open to everybody's you know, financial situation. And hopefully we can put scholarships together for people who literally cannot afford it, who are just getting started. Um, that would be helpful and people can be generous. Like I can, I can allow people to be generous that people can maybe pay for somebody else. Right. But at the same time, I can't be all this abundance and thinking about other people and not even thinking about myself. Right. Like I deserve to be paid for what I do. I deserve to be compensated. I deserve to be able to live a life, you know, that is sustainable because if literally, if I'm not making any money, I can't keep doing this. Right. Like I, I, I literally need funds to sustain this thing because life be life in things cost money. Um, and even me saying that feels uncomfortable, but I'm stepping into the truth and uh, the abundant mindset that my needs will be taken care of. So even if nobody signs up for this or like a few, like I believe that what I'm sharing is is helpful. I believe that what I am giving is um, encouraging. What I am providing is is a great resource for people. And I should be willing to charge for that because there's nothing wrong with it. Um, so yeah, so and in my personal life, I'm cutting down things, right? I'm, I'm removing the things that are just like energy sucks and time sucks that add to my depression and exhaustion because everything isn't always this big thing happened and now I'm exhausted, right? Some things are like, like the Bible talks about little foxes, right? Or somebody will say paper, a, a death by a thousand paper cuts. It's the little things that like leak energy, right? Slowly and before you know it, you are lost and drained of everything. Um, so yes, yeah, so I need to relook over every area of my life and figure out what is draining my energy. And I actually, as we're talking about spring, spring cleaning, I implore you to do the same thing. Look at your own life and figure out like, what are the little things that are draining me, that are um, berating me, that are reminding me that like, I'm a failure, I suck, you know, um, things that I'm overwhelmed with, I tend to procrastinate with. And so when I procrastinate with those things, then I, then I beat myself up because I'm like, oh, well, I didn't get this thing done. And it's like, well, you could have just like not done it in the first place and you wouldn't have this guilt and this shame and this heaviness, this weight. Um, so really reflecting on that, like, why do I feel like I need to do that thing? Why do I feel like I need to, you know, share, I need to make, you know what I'm saying? Can I just sit still or allow somebody else to do it or ask for help? <laughs> that too. Um, I'm not really big on asking for help. And I need to change that about myself. I don't have to be a one woman show. I don't have to do that. I think as an independent artist, I feel like that's always how it's had to been, had to have been. Um, but for myself, I want to change that. I want to collaborate more, right? I want to build community. And I feel like building community is the only way that you get to thriving. So yeah, so there are some things um, changing and, I, and I'm also releasing the need to know everything. I'm releasing the need to have everything figured out. I have like three months figured out and that's okay because I'm open to where it's going to take me. And I don't want to have to subject myself or pigeonhole myself to one vision or one goal when usually from experiences, you gain more knowledge, more experiences to change your mind about something. And so I'm just open for the journey. I'm open. I'm ready. I'm excited. 
Um, welcome to season three. <laughs> I'm really excited. More interviews, more creativity, more um, workshops, more meetups, you know, just more, just more and like deeper. And I feel like even with this membership, I'm so excited because it allows us to go deeper. And so I could not be more excited. I could not be more grateful. And I am excited to hear what you have to say about the season, um, about Black or Creative in general. And until next episode, you guys, keep loving yourselves, keep creating. Um, and I would love to hear, like, what things are you cutting away in your own life? All right. Talk to you later. Bye.